welcome to episode 117 of Export Audio. Do it's you know Halo that number. It's Halo number. What Pokemon is that? It's Master Chief. <laughs> it's John Spartan. <laughs> He's a, he, they cloned him. They did clone him. They left a clone of him with his parents so that he would die and no one would know that he was a soldier. Wait, for real? Yeah. They took him, cloned him, left the clone with his parents, and then the clone died like two years later. And then, uh, that, that's that way, that way they could have a person to be their super soldier who wasn't, like, in the system. Oh, he's off the grid. He's completely off the grid. And Spartans never die. Huh. They're only ever listed as MIA. Huh. So, even the ones that died on Reach? Mm-hmm. Officially, they are all listed as MIA. But we watched them die. Yeah, but you don't live in the universe of Halo. I guess. <clears throat> Yet. Yet. And this is a threat. <laughs> Master Chief is still a threat. Um, the Arbiter is still a threat. Um, sorry about the... I'm drinking my coffee. People You'll, know this you, about you. You might hear some slurp noises. Oh, I gotta take my estradiol. No, we're this kind of podcast now. Yeah. Take your magic pills. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I have to do my shot today, too. Okay. I think? No. Because I took my last shot, like, two days late, and so I need to adjust it in my calendar. Anyway, Export Audio. It's a podcast. Have you heard of it? You might have heard of it. Maybe you fucking heard of it. Um. Well, I'm reading a comic book. You're reading a comic book? Yes. What comic book? The Star Wars. The Star Wars? Yes. What is this? It's based on the original rough draft of A New Hope. Oh, right. You did tell me about this yesterday. Until the Great Rebellion, the Jedi Bendu were the most feared warriors in the universe. For 100,000 years, generation of Jedi perfected their art as the personal bodyguards of the Emperor. They were the chief architects of the invincible Imperial Space Force, which expanded the Empire across the galaxy from the Celestial Equator to the farthest reaches of the Great Rift. Now these legendary warriors are all but extinct. One by one, they've been hunted down and destroyed as enemies of the new Empire by a ferocious and sinister rival warrior sect, the Knights of Sith. So I think I asked you this yesterday, but I don't remember. What are the Jedi Bendu? The Jedi Bendu. (laughs) <laughs> but, like, what's their analogy in, The like... Jedi Bendu the store, the Jedi Bendu Tatooine, they've Shut been all the over the fucking... <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> so, we've got Kane Starkiller and his two kids, Anakin Starkiller and... Kane Starkiller? Kane Starkiller. Man, Star Wars could have been so much better. This is Kane Starkiller. Oh, Star Wars could have been so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's the episode art. <laughs> fun fact about Kane Starkiller. Oh, wait, it was Tell me movie. everything about Kane Starkiller. He's, um, well, there's, um, there's nothing left of him except his head and right arm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I googled Kane Starkiller. I thought it was spelled like Kane, like Kane and Abel. And it's literally that panel, but with the words blotted out for some reason? Yeah, people do that. Okay. Is that like a Wikipedia page thing, so you don't have to spoil things for people? I don't know. I see it a lot. Um, I'm just opening up an MS Paint 
Or I'm just going <clears> to <throat> keep things that might come up in the episode. <laughs> so we've got Cain Starkiller and his sons Deke and Anakin. Oh, Don't... Anakin Starkiller? Anakin Starkiller. And Nikin. A-N-N-I-K-I-N. Mmm. Nuo Ikin. Yes. <laughs> How are you doing? Don't worry about Deke Starkiller because he dies immediately. He's a child and he gets fucking owned Has... immediately by a Sith. A dark lord of the Sith. <laughs> who shows up in a half mask and just kills him. Um, how's Deke Starkiller been doing while I've been away? Oh, when you get this, he'll be has, dead. Has he been a good boy? <laughs> when you get this, he'll be dead. <laughs> uh, he was killed by this motherfucker with the, um, the what's it called mask? That's kind of a cool mask. It's the... What is the kind the samurai mask that covers the oh, mouth with like not, the horns? It's like an oni looking thing. I, don't, I know there's probably a word for that. Type there, of there definitely is. I'll Google half it. Half mask. Oh, uh, it might just be oni mask. I don't know. It it sounds maybe it's a yokai mask. I don't know. I don't know. Google is failing us. Google's you know what I mean? Us. The yeah. one that like a samurai video game character would wear. Yeah. I'm sure you get one of those in Ghost <clears throat> of Tsushima. Probably. Um, you probably get lots of things in that video game. Also, everyone has red lightsabers. Everyone? Everyone. Everyone. That's just what color lightsabers are. Okay. So also, I, you just cut that guy in half. I was watching Clone Wars yesterday. Um, about midway through season five. There's just... An ad with Bikini Leia in it for some reason. Excuse you, that's Hut Slayer Leia. Hut Slayer Leia. Hut Slayer. Hut Slayer. Princess Hut Slayer. Because Leia. Like Hut Slayer. Organa. Solo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Remember when The Force Awakens opens on um, the, the text crawl has. General Leia Organa, because it's 2014 and we're woke about gender now. It's 2015 and we're woke about gender now. <laughs> um, what was I, I was literally I was about to ask you something about this great question. Oh, I was watching Clone Wars. I'm about midway through season five. Um, and they go to Ilium. Um, no, they don't. They go to Ilium. <laughs> Ilium is. Uh, this is only funny to me because the Ilium is the part of the body that they cut out of me, and it's also the name of something in Mass Effect. I think it's where the Asari are from. It's the planet. It's the planet that's like... It's like a... I don't... Anyway, they go to Ilium. It's a party planet. It's like a bougie... I just googled Ilium and only found the bone. It's not a bone. Oh, it is a bone, but it's also a part of the intestine that they removed from my body. Um, Helium Mass Effect. It's spelled different in Mass Effect. Only a little bit. Classic Garden World developed to serve as the Entrepot? Entrepo? Interpot? I have no idea what that word is. Between the Terminus systems and the Asari Republics. Okay. Entrepot? Entrepot. Uh, Interpot? Anyway. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm Googling it. Entrepot. Entrepot. Oh, that's a good screenshot. Entrepot. 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 (laughs) Stop it! (laughs) I'm watching Clone Wars. 
They go to Ilhan. So I go to Clone Wars. So I go to the Clone Wars. And begun they not. have. <laughs> and every time I go to the Clone Wars, begun they have. Um. They go to Ilum. They go to Ilum. Which and is the Jedi sacred planet. Where they get the kyber crystals, they end up turning it into Starkiller Star Base, whatever. Nobody ever says that out Nobody loud. Nobody ever says that. Um, the movie would have been better if someone said that. Um, and it wasn't even confirmed until Jedi Fallen Order came out, and you go to Ilum, and it's like, oh, all the it looks like they put a big trench in this planet that would fit a gun. Weird. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, kind of want to play Jedi Fallen Order. I don't know. It's pretty good. Um, they go to Ilum, and you see like. The younglings go on a quest to get their kyber crystals and all that, you know? And I was really hoping that there would be a couple throwaway lines about why sometimes lightsabers are different colors, but but no. Some of them get blue and some of them get green. There is a reason. I know what the re I know there is a reason. I don't know what it is, and I was hoping that Clone Wars would just answer that question for me, even though I'm sure it's been answered in a dozen other places <laughs> in the EU. I mean, the new canon for red lightsabers is that Sith um, crush the crystal's will, and it bleeds, and that's why it's red. That's dumb. It used to be that the reds were just synthetic crystals. I like that when I Google things... Oh, no, never mind, never mind. I misunderstood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I Google things, it seems like... It seems like Google has figured out that when I look something up, I want to know the Legends reason for things. Because it just pulled up the Legends Wikipedia page by default, not the canon one. It's probably also just a longer article. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the most common crystals we're using the process were from... Oh, there, there's other places where you can get kyber crystals. Yeah. Okay, this was one of the questions I had. Like... Dantooine. No, Dantooine's far too remote. But you it remember they Dantooine. were taking kyber crystals from Jeddah in Rogue One. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Some of those were being raided from the temple, but... Okay. Um, Watching those kids build the lightsabers is pretty sick. Um, Clone Wars is... Pardon me. Clone Wars is... <clears throat> Clone Wars is not good. Maybe no. Clone Wars is good. The penis is evil. <laughs> the penis is evil. The the thing that really helps Clone Wars is that I've been watching a lot of um anime where I can really only watch one or two episodes at a time before I have to like tap out. Um, and Clone Wars is just like, oh, oops, I watched eight episodes, you know? I think that is the biggest thing to its credit, is that it is kind of, it's good, but it's also just empty enough that you can, like, watch a bunch of it and not really notice the time pass. Um, so in Legends canon, in Legends canon, crystals were used to indicate a Jedi's class, a guardian, consular, or sentinel in KOTOR. For real? Yeah. You pick your class in KOTOR based on what color lightsaber you want. And then you can just trade out the crystal anyway, so it doesn't really matter. 
What's the what's the Mando armor made out of? I can't remember. Uh, Beskar. Beskar. Thank you. Um, known crystals in in Legends, you could use other things besides specifically a Kyber crystal. Uh huh. Windu's guile, Kenobi's legacy. These are just names of crystals that are appearing on this list. No, here. that's the name of a strain. <laughs> Kenobi's legacy. I'm. So I just finished Rogue Squadron, the first X Men. This is from Star Wars Galaxies. This doesn't fucking count. This does not count. Fuck off. Um. When is when is Gal when was Galaxy set in the timeline? I assume Empire. Okay. Or post post movie. Now, canon, the canon page, because um, Kyber Crystal, period. Legends might be called Lightsaber Crystal, but it's Kyber Crystal. It has to be Kyber Crystal. Okay. Um, Kyber. Um, you might remember the Kyber Crystal from... From Splinter of the, the Mind's Eye. Eye. Yeah. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so I just finished Rogue Squadron, which you're going to talk about on, um, what's the name of, I want to call it New Year, New EU in my podcast. The War in Our Stars. The War in Our Stars. Um, so, I, re I read the whole book because I want to be on it for one of the X-Wing episodes. I don't really care which one. Um, and so I was, A, going to get ahead of the curve by, like, just keeping up instead of having to, like you know, read six books when my number comes up and I have to be on uh, the podcast. I don't have to be on the podcast. When, have I'm, to be on the podcast. when I'm chosen to be on the podcast. Um, so, like, I wanted to keep up, and I wanted to be like, oh, it's the first episode. It would be really nice if they were able to kick it off with some, like, emails to the podcast. I will write an email to the podcast. I got nothing. I read that whole book. I like that book. I got nothing. I'm taking a qu quick diversion into, like, a real book. I've been reading Magic for Liars. Probably going to finish that today. I basically started it yesterday. Um, I had listened to a little bit the day before, but I basically started it yesterday. I'm probably going to finish it today. It's really good. Uh, I'll have more about it when I finish it. But after that, probably just going to read the whole damn Thrawn trilogy in one go. Can I read you something from this page? Yeah. Hulok's lightsaber was the lightsaber wielded during the Clone Wars by the Rodian Jedi Knight Hulok. After his demise following the execution of Order 66, it was entombed with its owner in an unmarked mausoleum on Rodia. Twenty years later, the late Rodian's niece retrieved the lightsaber from Hulok's tomb and offered it to aspiring Jedi Luke Skywalker. However, the weapon's new owner accidentally rendered it useless while trying to deconstruct it. Okay. Um... What was I gonna say? I was, oh, I was just gonna say execute order sixty-six. It was purple. It was a purple lightsaber. Oh, cool. Um, here, scroll up so I can see the picture again because it didn't. It doesn't look purple no, in that picture. No, it doesn't. Um, but you look in the in the Clone Wars episode I was just watching or episodes. One of the younglings is a Wookiee, and every time there's a Wookiee Jedi, it's rad as shit. Unfortunately, Disney figured this out. Um, and have ruined it for me. <laughs> Appearances, heir to the Jedi, parentheses, first appearance, parentheses, appears as a corpse. 
Behind the scenes, Hulik first appeared as a corpse in the 2015 canon novel, Air of the Jedi. I'm gonna, okay. Disrespect for Hulik is at an all-time high. So, here's where I'm at, right? I'm in a weird place where I'm in a big Star Wars mood. But, I've been stuck because I haven't known what Legends stuff, like what Legends books I want to read. I'm probably just gonna read the Thrawn trilogy first and then Probably just go chronologically from there, probably skipping, like, the junior reader novels, you know? Like, I don't care about... I'll probably read Jedi Apprentice, because those were around when I was a kid, but I'm probably not going to read, like, whatever the fucking... Here, can I have my mouse back? Um, they call the, the child killer the Skywalker lightsaber. <laughs> um, like, I'm probably not going to read... Um, Zorba, Zorba the Hutt's Revenge. Revenge, and the Glove of Darth no, Vader. No, you should you should read the Glove of Darth Vader. Should I read the Glove? You of should Darth read the Glove of Darth Vader. Why? Uh, the Glove of Darth Vader gives you superpowers. I'm not reading the Glove of Darth Vader. Let me see. Are there audiobooks of these? And are they ideally all packed up into one thing? Let me look. Legends. This is. When does this take place in the timeline? 5 ABY. So. Yeah, there is not. There are no um, audiobooks of these, so I'm not reading them. Jedi Quest. It's the Jedi Quest series, I think. Jedi Quest is the, is the Anakin and Obi-Wan. Oh. I don't know what it's called, then. Anyway. What is it? Zorba the Hutt's Revenge. There's like a whole series of these. Learn more about this book. Hmm. Um, I've never heard of this book. This is like alongside um, the Thrawn trilogy, which are the adult books. They're also putting out like this series of like seven um, Jedi Prince, the Jedi Prince series. The Glove of Darth Vader series, also referred to as Jedi Prince in the StarWars.com cargo bay. Yeah. Not gonna read those. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I've been stuck because it's hard to read Legends shit because I know that's gonna come up on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to read New Canon shit because all the New, new Canon starts... As Rebels is coming out. And so, all those first couple new canon books tie into Rebels in some way, which, like, I'm a moron because I'm gonna finish season six of Clone Wars, then I'm gonna watch Rebels, and then I'm gonna watch season seven of Clone Wars, which means that there's, like, a lot of stuff published between 2008 and now that, like, I'm not interested in reading until. I've gotten there. Here's the thing. You know? There's an answer for you as to what Star Wars books to read from New Canon. What's that? The first ones they made that weren't Rebels. The Aftermath trilogy. Well, the first one they made was a Tarkin book. The first one... Yeah. The first one is Heir to the Jedi. The first one is Heir to the Jedi, which just sounds like a random Luke Skywalker adventure. Maybe I'll read that, but But it's... But it's the only Luke Skywalker-focused book that I know of. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know of any other new canon books that are specifically about Luke. 
Okay, well, maybe I'll read that because I, I fucking love that guy. I... What, could you Google Heir to the Jedi audiobook? Yeah. I just want to know. Because, like... Who do they get to narrate the first-person Luke? I book? know who I want them to get. Um, Narrated by Mark Thompson. Okay. <laughs> I was, that's the wrong mark. That's the but... wrong mark. I was kind of hoping... I'm gonna just I'm on Audible. I'll just type in Mark Hamill. Is it one M or two? Two. There we go. The thing is, is that I got spoiled by. Um... Oh right, he's in the World War Z audiobook, which is one of the worst books I've ever read. The Ahsoka book is narrated by Ashley Eckstein. Right. Um, it's all just World War Z because World War Z was a trim. World War Z is partially responsible for the popularity of Audible as a service. <laughs> Because World War Z was that massive, um, like, huge cast production. Like, go here. Scroll up. That's not... Oh, yeah, that's what you want. Like, they got Alan Alda. They got John Turturro. They got Mark Hamill. They got Simon Pegg. They got Martin Scorsese to narrate a chapter. He sells wine. He sells... No. Francis Ford Coppola sells wine. They're the same man. They're not the same man. I think they might. Anyway, this is one of the worst books I've ever read in my life. Um, World War Z? Yeah. I had to read it for a class. I was taking a class on monster literature, and they were like, we had to read this, and the teacher like tried to blow everyone's minds by being like, if you think about it, this is really about 9-11, but actually the book's really about Israel, and there's a little bit of 9-11 stuff in there, too. Also, at one point, Nelson Mandela shows up to wisely, like, take care of the zombie threat at some point. But, like, there's... It's so racist. It's so racist. And so disrespectful to Nelson Mandela as a human that exists in the world. Let's talk about Star Wars. Star Wars? What's that? It's a website. About anime. Death sticks. <laughs> uh, Star Wars. You know what? I was trying to do this as like a clean edit thing, but I'll just come through. I went to the restroom and I've killed the momentum of the podcast, but that's fine. We're talking about Star Wars. You didn't kill the momentum of the shit leaving your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried to make it a clean edit and then neither of us had anything to say about Star Wars immediately. And so it just wasn't going to be a clean edit. We've just been hyper-fixating on Star Wars. We've, as we but are wont to do. this podcast is to get it all out of Autumn's system. Mm-hmm. So that you can just put stab I'm... the knife into the beer can. Let the foam come out that is you yelling about what order you're going to read Star Wars in. I'm and just... now you will be at peace. I'm trying to be as normal as humanly possible. And Disney made it impossible. Why? Because of the new canon split. Because... Because the but, new canon split, and also because for the first year of new canon, there's nothing I want to read. <laughs> that's okay. Just I don't want to read forward. I don't want to read Rebels tie-ins. I don't. Uh, Heir to the Jedi seems fine, but like, I kind of just want something a little meatier, meatier than um. Like a random Luke adventure. And I, um... I don't want to read a book about Tarkin. I don't want to read a book about Tarkin. What's the... So here's your options. Okay. 
You've got Dooku, Jedi Lost. I'm. That sounds good as shit. You want to read a book about you, Dooku? You've described this book a little bit to me. I, I can't... have not described this book to you at all. Well, you've described a Dooku book to me. No. You described a Windu book to me. That's yes. what it was. I described to you the racist old canon book, uh, Shatterpoint. Yes. Um... Trying to... I'm just looking at... Uh, new canon books. Uh-huh. We got Dooku, Jedi Lost. We got Master and Apprentice, which is the first of the new Thrawn thing. Um... Well, that's not true. It's chronologically first. It's... it's Master and Apprentice, I think, is about... No, wait, I'm, I'm getting them mixed up. Um, Master and Apprentice is about, I think, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon? So, going by, going by this release, or this publication <coughs> thing, mm-hmm. we've got some Rebels tie-ins, um, I think The Rebellion Begins is the first new canon book, or no. A New Dawn? A New Dawn, which is Rebels prequel. First new canon book. Then Tarkin. Then Heir to the Jedi. And then Lords of the Sith, which is maybe interesting. Um, Which is just a book about Vader and Palpatine. It connects with stories from Clone Wars and Rebels. Right. So, it's like... It doesn't have any of that branding, but it is low-key. No, low-key is in Marvel. Um, Now, I have a couple of easy ones for you, okay? Okay. We've got Catalyst, a Rogue One novel, and we've got... What's the solo one? Uh, oh. There's a solo... Last Shot. It's like a... Not a solo book, but it's about Lando. Um, and Han. Also, yeah, there's Dark Disciple. Dark Disciple is a really easy one to jump in on. Pretty early. It is kind of a Clone Wars tie-in, but that's fine. Those eight episodes were canceled. Right. Um, Lost Stars, I've heard is good. Lost Stars. What I, I read a little bit about this. What is this? It's a young adult canon novel written by Claudia Gray. It was first published... Blah, blah, blah. As part of the Journey to Force Awakens. Um, I think I saw there's like kind of like a... I don't remember how I saw it described, but I thought I saw it described maybe as like a like abridged version of the original trilogy told from like a certain point of view of like No, that's a different thing. Okay. Eight years after the fall of the old republic, the Galactic Empire now reigns throughout the galaxy, resistance has been all but silenced. Courageous leaders such as Bail Organa you remember Bail Organa. Yeah. Still openly defy ever Palpatine. After years of defiance, the many worlds at the edge of the Outer Rim have been surrendered. With each planet's conquest, the Empire's might grows even stronger. The latest to fall into the Emperor's controls is an isolated mountain planet, Jelukan, whose citizens hope for a more prosperous future, even as the Imperial Starfleet gathers overhead. The timeline, it says it takes place from 11 BBY to 5 ABY. Yes. Um, which I think is, like, the thing that I heard about this. The thing that you're thinking of, the other book that you're thinking of, is... Might have been in 2014? Before the Awakening? There has been an Awakening. 
I don't see. It's like the princess and the scoundrel and the farm boy. Mm, yeah. It's like a kid's book and it's a retelling of A New Hope from Luke's perspective, Leia's perspective, and Han's perspective, but it also mixes in some scenes from the radio drama and from the original script. Okay. I should listen. I listened to the radio drama of A New Hope and I really liked it. Luke men- Luke asks what a duck is or something like that. The, the other thing that I think I could be way more normal about and I talked to Jackson a little bit about this. It was just like, you're going to cover Thrawn Trilogy on the podcast. I w- I'm going to be on at least one of those episodes. Because I really want to talk about the Thrawn Trilogy. I haven't read it yet. But the thing I think that will be I'll be way more brain normal about is just starting at the Thrawn Trilogy. And going through all the adult and young adult um, like Star Wars books. All of them. And then just get to New Canon when I get to it. Because I'll probably be way more fine with reading a Tarkin book when I'm, you know, five years into this. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's a fucking Tarkin book. You know? <laughs> what is there to say about Tarkin? You know? I just I just don't think he's interesting. I think he's cool in A New Hope. I think he's cool as, like, the guy who has to keep Vader on a leash. I actually think... Because there is a pretty early on... There's a timothy's on thrawn trilogy i actually think that like if they had put that out in 2014 to like here's the start of new canon it's also thrawn (laughs) you know i think that would have been way more that's a better hook you know but like they don't care about um disney does not need or care about publication order they're like oh you can hop in wherever you know the other option is, like, I could just go read that new High Republic book, which sounds abysmal. I might do you it. You can tell that it's a time of peace because everyone says everything is cool right before something bad happens. I might go read that High Republic book after Magic for Liars, but it sounds dog shit. The antagonists of the High Republic era are the Nihil. Mm-hmm. Then they're just nihilists. They're anarchists who have no ideology. That's the two contradictory things. They don't believe in anything. And that makes them different from all the other Star Wars villains, according to the author. What does what does Palpatine? <laughs> That's his ideology. What what's Grievous's ideology? <laughs> What's uh, Dooku's ideology? He likes dueling. What's Vader's ideology? Oh, we do actually know Vader's ideology. Yeah, he's a fascist. He's the one person we know. Like, we should have like a strong leader to make them agree. He's the only person in Star Wars where we actually know like what his ideology is. Padme likes democracy. Mm-hmm. The concept of democracy. Yeah. So and does liberty Leia. and liberty. She likes liberty, and she hates it when liberty dies. With thunderous applause. You ever think about how Leia really takes after Padme and Luke really takes after Anakin? You ever think it's about that? It's the opposite of that, actually. It's it, it's uh it's like poetry. Rhymes. No, Leia is way more like Anakin. How so? Because she's the one jumping into shit feet first. But she's and, like, also starting shit. She's like the politician. Yeah, but she's a very aggressive negotiator. 
That's fair. I but in she's... every like interpretation of what if Luke and Leia were raised by Anakin and Padme, everyone always swaps them and mm-hmm. makes Leia the Jedi. It makes Luke the diplomat. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just I've seen, I've seen a lot of fan art about this. Okay, it's a very popular read because Luke is a dumbass. That's so And he's true. just a dopey little kid. He's playing with his spaceships at 19, while so, Leia is both a spy and a senator and a princess. I... I is she a senator? I don't remember. She's a... Uh, she she's an ambassador. She's an ambassador. <laughs> I want them alive. <laughs> if this is an ambassadorship, where is the ambassador? <laughs> you are a traitor to the Empire. <laughs> You are, a you, rebel are a, and a traitor. you are a member of the Re- Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away. <laughs> um, there's a 2017 novel called Guardians of the... Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's dumb. Yeah. yeah. That's the name of the religion yeah. that uh, Chirrut and Bays are a part of. It's so weird. It. It's unfortunately not that weird. It's so weird every time I click on a Star Wars book and be like, Oh, I know that guy from writing Marvel comics. You know? I mean, Disney owns Marvel, so I guess that makes sense. They're like, oh, we got a whole bunch of writers over here. Let's have them make Star Wars. Yeah. And n- people like Greg Rucka. I'm not here to disparage Greg Rucka because I haven't read that many of his books. But, like, I don't know. Marvel comics have been so terrible. For the last decade that I don't like Marvel anymore. Well, apparently Disney really likes Greg Rucka because he's written five Star Wars books. He's uh, he's written, I think, two very well-acclaimed runs on Wonder Woman. He is, like, one of the, like, beloved of all time Wonder Woman writers. But, um, I just... Marvel has been really bad, and every time I see, like, a Charles Stoll pop up, I'm like, I I haven't read any Charles Stoll comics, but, like, I know that he's associated with Marvel in the past decade, and Marvel in the past decade is dog shit. Also, Phasma, the new canon book Phasma, is pretty cool. I don't give a shit about Phasma. What if she was really cool, though, and you didn't know? She dies twice. Yeah. So does Shock T. Shock T dies like three times. It would have been better if it would have been better if Phasma came back in Rise of Skywalker. I forgot she doesn't come back in Rise of Skywalker. Like they should have brought her back. It's uh, Let can't... me let me check the Wikipedia. Died in the crate system. Okay. We can't we can't talk about Rise of Skywalker, but I'm gonna talk about Rise of Skywalker. Babu Frick. Babu. 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 Uh that movie is so terrified of any story happening. Like And yet there's so much movie. There's so much movie. But like the movie is like she kills Chewbacca and then immediately takes that back. Well, it's not a movie about story, it's a movie about moments. And there are moments that are good, and you're like, oh, you wrote this whole scene around this one exchange, because that one exchange is like a de- is like on the level of decent writing. Yeah. And then you tried to write a whole scene around just to get to this one exchange, and it's bad. Well, but like, the movie is terrified of anything happening, because 
Ray killing Chewbacca could have been so good. And then 12 seconds later, Chewbacca's back. And Hux is like, I'm the spy. And it could have been so good to be like, oh, this, like, this, you know, Nazi is going to defect. Like, that could have been a storyline. Not because of ideology. But because he of just this. He hates Kylo Ren. Yeah. And he wants him to fail. He says, like, I don't care if we win. I just want Kylo Ren to fall. Yeah. And it's like... That's interesting. It's the, the version of this movie where... It's, okay, Shrieking Shack voice. The good version of this scene is right here. But, like... I would have lost my shit if, like, just Kylo Ren and Rey swap places. Mm-hmm. And, like, Rey goes evil. Yeah. And Kylo is good, and then they fight. And it's, then it's one it less... No, there's only thing... The only thing cooler than, a like, a rival character becoming, like, second in command of the good guys is having the protagonist and the antagonist swap places. And it's... Like, in fairness to Rise of Skywalker... Um, Last Jedi walks up to this line and then backs away, you know? Yeah, but it doesn't ha- offer the other tantalizing fruit of also Kylo Ren right. becomes good. Right. Um, and like, so that, Last Jedi also kind of drops the ball, but I'm totally with you that I think Rise of Skywalker really tempts you with that and then doesn't get, and then like, they kill Hux immediately. They kill, you had a really good fanfic idea for like, the trial of Ben Solo. Like, if if Kylo Ren lives, he... I'm just... I, it's just me being curious about, like... Does anybody actually believe them that there was, there was a Sith cult? Yeah. Or like, is Kylo Ren still just Kylo Ren to the eyes of the galaxy when he, like, f- didn't actively facilitate, but was, like, uh, the other word... Mm-hmm. Was... A bet... No. AIDS? No. He mm. was complicit... Right. ...in the destruction of the Hosnian system, which is not Coruscant. Right. And I just want, like, people to look at the things in Star Wars and, and like, think about what that would be like to happen at least a little bit. And I don't mean, like, oh, you know, the Endor... Massacre because of the debris of the Death Star mm-hmm. would have killed all the Ewoks. I don't mean like that. Or like, why didn't the Death Star just shoot Yavin instead of wait to get to the moon? Mm-hmm. I just mean like character stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, let Hux be this traitor and then show up to the Resistance and everybody be like, no, you're not actually with us, so we're not going to accept you. Mm. We're going to like give like force you to face repercussions for your actions. Well, and also like Rise of Skywalker forecloses all stories that could happen after it. You know, like Kylo Ren is dead. Like what? Kylo Ren is dead, and they've alienated like Oscar Isaac. That's and John the big Boyd. thing is that they can't get those actors back ever. They can't ever get those actors back. I think they could probably get Adam Driver back. They could probably get Daisy Ridley back. Probably. They can't get they can't get the two characters that people like the most back. And also those two characters didn't get to do anything in the last movie. <laughs> I think that they wanted to set up stuff. I think they wanted to be like, oh well, Finn is a Jedi too. Mm-hmm. Ray can start rebuilding the Jedi Order. Um, 
Like also like the big obvious like the big obvious thing that you can do at the end of that movie is be like Rey is not going to rebuild the Jedi Order, but then Rise of Skywalker is like, no, what if the Jedi are good actually? We'll just rebuild the Jedi Order. We can't talk about Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but if she doesn't want to be, but why does she make a new lightsaber for herself? Is she going to teach other people? Is she going to start a new thing? We'll never know. And they'll go back to it. They're going to make a Mass Effect 4. They'll, they'll go back to Star Wars. I do... It, they might wait 15 years and get, like, aged up Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, you can always write Adam Driver in as a Force ghost. Yeah. You can always do that. It's never racist. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, you could probably get the two white people back for your uh-huh. sequel, like, streaming show 15 years from now. Where they're aged up and, like, Ray is a cool, like, Jedi lady haunted by the Force Ghost of... Because, like, oh, they're a dyad, so even though one of them is gone, until they're both gone, they're not really gone. That's the other thing, is they introduce the idea of dyads, and then they're like... No one else can play with this toy. Yeah, no one else. the only one in generations. (laughs) Like, you could have been like, Luke and Leia had been a dyad the whole time. Anakin and Obi-Wan had been a dyad. Anakin and Palpatine. Anakin and Palpatine. You could have done so many things. There are so many, like... Pairs of characters that you could have been like. Star Wars has always had pairs of characters that like have meaningful arcs with each other. Two and fucking two. (laughs) (laughs) George Lucas's words, not Not mine. mine. (laughs) (sighs) It's just, I I wonder if I wonder if Freddie Prince Jr. was right about what happens in Rise of Skywalker. Because in, in that video, he's like, I could tell you what happens in the next fucking movie. I just don't want to fucking ruin it for That's everybody. That's just because he's saying, I've seen a movie before the good guys are going to win. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I think that's more what he meant than a Star Wars specific ideas. Um, Here, I'm going to look up Force Diode. I want to know the exact line about why no one else can play with this toy. Um, I think we should pivot off of Star Wars soon, but we we, we could at least do this, you know. Unseen for generations by the time of the New Republic era. So you could do what you could do dyads in the High Republic. That's 200 years ago. Yeah. Generations? Technically true, but you're cutting it pretty close. You could. I'm not saying they're going to, but you could. High Republic from sequel series is like 270 Mm -hmm. years, which is wild. Mm Mm-hmm. Star Wars is so small. Like, people said that Star Wars was small with the old canon, but literally everything that bad that happened in Star Wars is from one dude in new canon. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's the other thing is, like, bringing Palpatine back and making the whole thing his master plan is, like, just con- the worst. Not his master plan, but a contingency plan. Yeah. 
The great error has been collected. <laughs> the dead speak. The dead speak. <laughs> the dead speak is such a funny thing that I almost convinced myself that Rise of Skywalker was good. Like what if they leaned hour. into that and, like, the whole thing with that movie was, like, Palpatine's back from the dead, and now all the dead Jedi are, like, hanging out as ghosts. Yeah. Just, like, everything's broken. The Force is broken. What if What if it was, like... Here's Obi-Wan. Here's like, all your favorite action figures. What if Last Jedi ends on, um, let the past die, kill it if you have to, and then Rise of Skywalker is a movie about the past haunting you, and, like... Kill it if you have to. Like and like, Ray and um, Kylo Ren have to be like, nah, let's kill the past. Like, let's cut down these like Force ghosts. Like they fucking chop up the Force ghost of Yoda. Like get the fuck out of here. You're ruining everything. That's stupid. This is stupid. The thing that we're talking. You about. can change your destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I just think a lot about Star Wars and how it could be better. I think the actual thing that you could do to make Star Wars better is just make an AU. I like this thing on your screen here that says A New Hope is loosely canon. <laughs> <laughs> you could just... I I think you could just make Star Wars better by... Yeah. You know. New mobile report Gundam Wing. It's not necessarily good, but it's something different. You know? While also very much like... Because Star Wars is the sound effects on some level, and the the visuals and the the ships. Star Wars is symbols. Star Wars more is than just anything some... else. Star Wars is visual storytelling and symbols and like you could just do a you could just do an AU. You can just do an AU and bring back all the sound yeah. effects, bring back all the lightsabers. You know, oh here's an X wing, but it looks different. I mean, that's literally what the prequels do. Is they show you, oh here's an X wing, but it's different now. You know, um, here's a Star Destroyer, but it's different I now. pitched Jackson on my rebuild of Star Wars the other day. Oh, yeah. Like a rewrite. Do you like wanna, if you do did you a remake this? of Star Wars. Do you want to do this on the podcast? Or? Sure. Okay, hit me. So Ben doesn't die on the Death Star. Okay. He, like, cuts off Vader's arm. General Kenobi. <laughs> and then they get away, and they go to do the plan with the Death Star. And it turns out that the plans that they got were planted because Vader knows about Leia. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know about Luke, but knows about Leia. He's he's like okay. in- interrogated Bale. Mm-hmm. Because he like they caught him. He was mm-hmm. too much of a rebel. They caught him. He extracted that information with the force, right? So he set up this plan to lure people into attacking the Death Star and to like get the Death Star to the rebel base. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they do the Death Star run, and Vader's not there. Mm-hmm. Because Vader is on foot, uh, like, assaulting the rebel base. Just, like, chopping up Yavin. Well, he and his, like, you know, the 501st, mm-hmm. they're, like, leading a smaller attack directly on the base. Is Commander Cody there? Or not Co- not Cody, because that's Obi-Wan's buddy. Is Rex there? No, because Rex is not a villain. Okay. I think it's also Rex would be dead by now. No, Rex was on the Battle of Endor. I think so. it would be neat if Rex stuck with Vader. That doesn't happen. I know. I just think that would be neat if like Rex and Cody were split on this. Maybe Vader and Cody though. That would be interesting because then 
they would be fighting Obi-Wan. Because that's Obi-Wan's buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's when he kills Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. isn't it? Protecting Leia. Huh. And he takes Leia. And the Death Star enters the Yavin system and destroys the gas giant. That damages, like, everything. Everything's fucked up. Everyone is scattered. Luke just has to leave in his X-Wing. Han never shows back up because the Death Star run didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So Luke is just left alone in space with the ghost of Ben Kenobi, who tells him to go to Dagobah while he's being tormented by visions of all of his friends being captured by the Empire Mm -hmm. because he and Leia are a dyad. Mm -hmm. And so the whole time he's on Dagobah training... He's tormented with dreams and visions like Anakin yeah. about his friends being captured. And it's like poetry. It rhymes. Um, he has to resist the visions in the way that, like, Vader didn't. Well, he's also... Anakin didn't. He's also like, hey, I thought this was going to work. What the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. And then he, like, talks to Yoda and talks to Obi-Wan and is like, I'm starting to sense that you guys might be full of shit a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) like piecing together what luke eventually in real canon learns about the jedi and their flaws Mm -hmm. and so then who knows where you can go from there you can make it totally different yeah but the death star doesn't there's only one death star what this is this consolidates both death stars into one death star what you're really doing here is like tightening up Making A New Hope more of a Star Wars movie so mm-hmm. that it ties into... Because A New Hope, as is, is pretty self-contained. Yeah. You know? Um, Empire, on the other hand, is a little too open-ended. So you're really just, like, making those two Star Wars movies and then just, like, clearing the slate clean of... Uh, wiping the slate clean of Return of the Jedi and, like, going into a new future because Return of the Jedi is the worst yeah. of the original trilogy. I don't know. Eh, Maybe. But, like, you have all this stuff where, like, Leia has to be more of a character now. Yeah. Because she's, like... You she have can't to, just be girl. You have to cut back to her with Vader as he's, like, trying to turn her into his apprentice. hmm So that means that the Cloud City fight isn't Luke versus Vader, it's Luke versus Leia. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah. Also, Vader showing up on Yavin... With one arm missing because ten minutes ago Ben took it off in the Death Star. It's also really good. That's good. Because he just starts fucking choking him. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's so angry. Um, I thought about putting Ahsoka in this idea and then I decided not to. mm -hmm. Anytime Ahsoka's not on screen, I'm asking where's Ahsoka. This is maybe the thing that I need to do to find my way into new canon. Is to watch Rebels and then just go, go read the Ahsoka book. And go read any other book that Ahsoka shows up in. And then watch The Mandalorian Season 2, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. Spoiler warning for The Mandalorian Season 2. Stop listening if you don't want to be spoiled on Season 2 of The Mandalorian. I repeat. Stop listening if you don't want to be spoiled on Season 2 of The Mandalorian. I am giving you ample time and space to stop listening to the podcast right now if you don't want to be spoiled on Season 2 of The Mandalorian. If you don't want to be spoiled on Season 2 of The Mandalorian. Stop listening to this podcast now. I am dangerously close to watching the. You, not without me. I'm. That's one thing. Is I'm not going to watch <laughs> it without you. And two, 
I know that if I watch Mando season two, it will do to me what Rise of Skywalker did to me. Like, I will not like Star Wars again for another year. Are you going to cry when Luke shows up? I just think he looks hideous in that. I, I, so I watched the scene with Luke in it in Mando season two. Spoilers for Mando season two. Uh, we should probably actually say that. Yes. Uh, I'll mark something here. I'll mark something here. I'll splice in a voice to text to voice thing saying, "Spoilers for Ando season two, you know, or whatever the fuck." I'll, I'll, I'll. So Luke shows up, and I watched that scene, and Disney does not understand where Luke is at at the end of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> At all. And I, I also just think that, like, the, the thing that... Here's where I was at. Here's the dumb thing that was running through my head. Is that, like, the new way that Disney does the lightsaber fights is terrible. Mm-hmm. Because, because, like... The old movies are really slow and methodical because um, that guy in the Vader suit couldn't move at all. And it also works because, like, the fight scenes that you get in the original trilogy are a guy in shitty robot parts and a kid. Yeah. And it's also... Or an old man. It is also deliberately evoking samurai films, which are, like, very like, slow and, like, chop-chop, you know. Sure. Um... And then you get to the prequels, and everybody's flipping and, and, and spinning and, and, and doing ballet. You it's know, great. it's great. And um, the new ones are so lifeless, generally, because no one's doing, no one's doing like CG wires. I you know, th- but also no one is like being patient. There, it's just. It's just stage combat. It's just, like, the stage combat that you're going to learn in, like, stage combat 101, you know? Um, And even the best... I think the best fight scene in the sequel trilogy is not as good as Duel of the Fates or the one the Luke-Vader duel. Like, that Red Room scene... That Red Room scene I don't think is as good as the Luke-Vader duel in Empire, you know? Yeah, and I think. Oh, I have a thought. Unless you're trying to figure out what you're trying to say. Um. So the thing with the thing to tie it into Mando is like watching Luke pull out his lightsaber and like chop, 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 chop. Like is just not interesting to me because also. At the end of Return of the Jedi, he's like, no, I'm not picking up the lightsaber. I'm a Jedi like my father. I will trust in the Force. You know? And, like... The last Jedi making it so that Luke has his green saber is so fucking Disney. Yeah. He tosses it away on the Death Star, and I never really realized that he must have picked it back up after the fight. Yeah. Um... Like... Like, he he's going to trust in the Force, and, like, not that I never want to see Luke use a lightsaber again, you know, but 
like, I think he should be pretty... I think it's cooler if Luke is very sparing with the lightsaber. I think it's cooler if you just see Luke shove all these dudes out of the way. Because he trusts in the Force, and, like, he's just... You have a lightsaber character in the Mando already. You have two of them. Yeah, and he's just effortlessly just being, like... That, I was making lightsaber noises, but I was motioning with my arms to be like, he's pushing all the dudes out of the way. I think it would be really cool if Luke was, like, using the Force more, and then, like, he has to fight the guy with the darksaber or something. And right. He, and then, then he has to be like, okay, now we pull out the lightsaber. Yeah, because then in season... Because you show, like, Luke, like, not using the lightsaber in, like, a couple episodes, and then at the end of season three... Luke gets in a lightsaber duel, and it's sick as shit because he's Luke Skywalker. Also, I love him. You should have just cast the guy from Winter Soldier as Luke. Sure. He looks like young Mark Hamill way more than the CGI Mark Hamill does. That's fair. Look, have you seen I you know about this? Um, just, yeah. yeah. Winter Soldier, MCU. Yeah. Well, now, just get that actor name. Sebastian um, something? Um, <laughs> actor. Sebastian Stan. Yes. And just Google Sebastian Stan. Yeah, okay. Click images. Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. He could do a passable mark. Yeah. You know? He could do as good of a mark as the other guy could do a good, like, young Han. You know? Yeah. You this would work. Just, you can just make... You can just make him a new character, you know? Not like a new character, but like you can just have a different guy be Luke Skywalker. Um, now they were looking at some comparisons where he just, just kind of look a lot like Mark. He does. I love Mark Hamill so much. I hope he's having a good day. Yeah. This, this is the thing people have been saying for years about Sebastian Stan. Um, he just kind of looks. Sebastian like Stan has also probably been saying this. Like, I would fucking love to be Luke Skywalker. You kidding? Yeah, probably. I love. Luke you think Skywalker. you can be in Marvel and Star Wars though? Yeah, yeah. Rosario Dawson's in Marvel and Star Wars. Who? Rosario Dawson, terrible person. I don't know who in Marvel. Uh, I know she was at the very least in that like Jessica Jones TV show and the Daredevil TV show and all oh, that. Oh, was she in Daredevil? Was she? She was like the nurse that Daredevil was hitting on, and Daredevil season one is maybe the only season of TV that I've watched to completion that's worse than Daredevil season one is Daredevil season two. <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil is terrible. Right, the Doctor from. Daredevil. And Marvel was right to kill um, the the TV shows that they Period. were doing. Marvel was right to kill. <laughs> Disney nuked the EU. Marvel was right to kill. We should top... <laughs> what should we top? We should stop talking about Star Wars. I'm tired of it, and I know that M is tired of it. M's not going to listen to this episode. M's not going to listen to this episode. <laughs> um... Bacta. Bacta. Basics. Dun. Dun. <laughs> um, I'm just checking my notifications on Twitter while I try to think of other things to talk about. I guess we don't have to think of other things we can talk about. We could just... 
end the podcast. Star Wars. Star Wars. We have, I'm, I'm just being very brain normal about Star Wars. We are week. all infected with the vocal cord parasites that make us talk about Star Wars. It's very unfortunate. Um, you can't start reading film crit Hulk takes and not say them on the podcast. We have to either end it or go in. Okay, so... <laughs> Someone posted this on their locked account. I'm reading this right now. Um, film crit Hulk update. He's too smart to understand what Akira is about. This is what a, this is what film crit Hulk. So, film crit Hulk has apparently been writing essays about anime. Yes. And he just watched Evangelion for the first time last year, and it's like the first anime he ever watched. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is that he's a dipshit. <laughs> um, it all returns to nothing. And. The thing that is, I like watching Film Crit Hulk be dumb because I spent my teenage years being like, this guy's the smartest dude on the fucking planet. And what I've realized is he just uses big enough words that everybody thinks he's smart and he's dumb as shit. So I like watching him. I like watching him blunder. It makes me feel better about how I've grown as a critic Um, because I would never say things like, now, on one level, it's hard to argue that Akira is... Take another run of that. Now, on one level, it's sort of hard to argue what Akira is really about, given how much it doesn't really want to present a clear, semiotical thesis, but it's still tapping into some rich veins of thought. It's just about... What's the first thing that happens in Akira? Uh, everyone dies. <laughs> He draws every line on that bomb so that you, like, he drew... A a huge bomb goes off in Tokyo. Yeah. I wonder what that could be about. I don't know. The other thing is, if he'd watched Gundam, like, every anime, like, you don't... Instrumentality is... Human instrumentality is, like, a red herring. Because really... What all these shows are about is humanity reaching, like, a new stage of evolution where we leave behind war. And that's what human instrumentality really is. And it's, like, but people who only watch Ava think that it's about, like, the dissolution of free will or something and the dissolution of the self. And that's, like, what Eva is about. But, like, it's about humanity reaching a new stage and leaving behind war. And that's all that Akira is because it's 1987. And, like, there hadn't been as many shows that were about this, so you could just make that show, you know? <laughs> or that, that manga and that movie. I don't know. I, don't I know that there's more stuff in the manga than is in the movie. Yes. I know that there are whole themes that kind of don't make it into the movie. This is yes. what I've, I've been yes. told. That Akira, the manga, has much more about cyberpunk themes and about, like... Yes cybernetics and implications of cybernetics and things like that. I don't I haven't read it. I've just been told this. I really want to read Akira. The movie it's one of my favorite movies. Um I I think the movie is a little shallow. I think the movie is a little dumb. Um I also think it is like the best animated film that I've ever seen. Not like the best film that is animated, but like the best animation. You know, like, I just think it is gorgeous. And More than Food Fight? I've never seen Food Fight, unfortunately. 
I just think it's gorgeous, and I think that it's tugging on a lot of interesting strings, even if it doesn't take those things a lot of places. Um, but it's like... Just because it's like those things are underdeveloped doesn't mean they're not there, you know? <laughs> like, it's pretty clear about what it's about. It just doesn't really develop those things very far. Because it's a 90-minute movie. Um, Do you want to go watch Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li right now? No. You're supposed to say yes so we can end the podcast. I gotta go watch The Wind Rises. Basically the same movie, probably. I haven't seen either of them, but I'm pretty sure they're basically the same. <laughs> Sorry, I just read a tweet. I should stop yeah. reading tweets. You we gotta gotta, just... you, oh, nobody here would ever read tweets on a podcast. I love you. Where can people find you online? Are we ending it? Yes. Okay. We're ending it all. And for... Uh, I couldn't remember the line. Just... Sorry. <laughs> Just do your plugs. You can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. Um, I got my pinned tweet with my other podcasts. Um, we just did a really good episode of Hot Singles that went up over the holiday, I think. Um, we should... I sh I'm going to pester Regs about, like, hey, do you want to record the next week? And Regs will be like, yes, I've been ready to record for a month. And I'll be like, well, I'm still not. But we'll do it next week, probably. Uh, and then we're recording our episode about The Wind Rises tomorrow. This podcast is probably going up today, so, like, Em and I are going to be recording tomorrow about The Wind Rises. Look forward to that. Um, you have to wait for me to put out new beat before you can put this up. Okay, that's fair. Um, Nora, where can people find you? On Twitter, at either Nora. Um, that'll do it. That's everything. Bye. I'm tired and I have a migraine. I'm going, I'm going home. You're home.